With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. So we've been talking about how those who have gone before us were not the kind of mansy-pansy, passive, pansy Christians and members of the family of faith who just sucked off the generosity of, of others. They were actually the ones who laid down their life for others, who actually sacrificed their own liberty, their own property, so that others could have what they themselves were willing to give up. And we need to be those kinds of people if we're going to pass this on to our children. They fought for liberty. They fought to to be able to have the, the privilege of governing themselves rather than having a government take care of them. Because they wanted to trust in God as their provider and protector because he is the only one who can wield ultimate authority and bless the people, not enslave the people. And that's what they were counting on. And they were willing to step up and do what it took and demonstrate responsibility with that freedom. That's what we're going to talk about tonight in the American Covenant. We're moving on uh, and talking about something called social services. Let's call it welfare. Let's call it, uh, I don't want to call it social justice. That's taken on a whole different name. Uh, That's a whole new flavor and breed of of helping social problems that, that involves a whole bunch of other stuff. But let's just say that we need to ask ourselves the question, if we want to be a free society, a free country, as members of the family of faith, if we really want to be have the freedom to govern ourselves and make our own decisions, let me ask you this question. There are those who need help in our society, right? There are the poor, there are the sick, there are the elderly, there are those who are disenfranchised, those who are living in difficult conditions, those who are having a hard time making it. Who do we want to take care of them? When things are going well for you and me, who's going to help them and take care of them and help them get on their feet and provide resources for them and assist them? Who's going to provide that kind of charitable work? And we have to make this decision. Do we need to make sacrifices ourselves to take care of the hard parts of society? Or are we comfortable just relinquishing that to the government to take care of it? Because they will or at least they promise they will, and they'll tax you and me, and they'll take our money and say that they're going to do that, and they'll do some of it. They'll do other things with the money as well, but it takes the responsibility off your back and mine. And that's one pro- that's one way to do it. And that's what a lot of countries actually do, and they count on the government to step up, take responsibility, and take care of the hard parts of society. Are we going to do that? Which results in lots of taxes and lots of regulations because we've given over responsibility, which means we give over freedom, which means we we actually have to submit to the rules and the power of the all uh, forceful state. Or if we reduce government and we reduce taxes and we get out from underneath the boot of the state, are we willing? to sacrifice to take care of the hard parts of society? Or are we going to keep the extra money, keep the extra time and energy, keep the liberty and freedom to serve ourselves and buy the new SUV and buy the bigger house? And I'm not saying big houses are bad. I'm not saying SUVs aren't great and cool. 
But what I am saying is, are we going to store up for ourselves and, and build bigger barns? Or are we going to give generously to God and generously to other people to take care of the difficult parts of society? Those who need help. We have to make that decision. And it's not an easy decision. So, question, is there an alternative to either being lazy and keeping it all for yourself or letting the government take care of it? Yes. And this is what our early American forefathers and foremothers understood. They perfected, I shouldn't say they perfected, they were improving and understanding and loving the ability to be self, a self-governing society. And ultimately, they created a vast network of social institutions and they funded them. They, 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 they put their money where their mouth is. They put feet to their faith and their beliefs and they actually were able to begin taking care of the social ills so that the government didn't have to step in and say, we, we need to do it. But because that's not happening in our society today to the degree that it needs to be, it is because social financing is lacking. And when that happens, the government will quickly move in to supply the lack and they'll gain the control and strip away our liberties. God's never mocked. If we want freedom, it comes with responsibility. Because as a culture, we've fallen away from the Bible's commands, uh, the Bible commands in the Old Testament that the, the people of God tithed. And that tithe was used partly to take care of the difficult parts of society. That's what it was for. Among other things, and when the people in early America were faithful to give a portion of their income to private, social, charitable networks and fund those churches and, and uh, charitable societies, they saw it as a privilege and an honor and a sacred duty to do so because God calls us to love our neighbors as ourselves. The tithe in early America not only supported the churches, but also church schools and colleges and provide for a variety of other social needs. You see, welfare really was in the hands of the people, giving to their neighbors, giving to their families, and having the excess time and excess money that wasn't being stolen away through excessive taxes to bring heaven to their community through their love and through their compassion. Um, it also met the needs of immigrants. Um, it cared for the poor. They provided education. They provided job training. This wasn't the government, remember. This is private and church organizations. They provided children's education and Bible courses and taught immigrants English. And they did this faithfully because they saw it as their privilege and sacred duty. And this is what we need to get back to if we want to cut down all the regulations and the taxes and get our liberty and freedom back. It's like our kids. If our kids want to just bum around the house and not do any work and not step up to the plate with responsibility, their freedoms go away, right? They don't have the liberties that, that they would like to have. And we always tell our kids, if you want liberty, if you want freedom, if you don't want mom and dad slapping all the rules down on you, then you have to not act like a child, act like a man. Act like a woman, step up and take responsibility, contribute, help, be a blessing, be a giver, not a taker. And if you do that, everything runs really, really well. And you don't need 
the long arm of the law reaching out to force you to do the right thing because you're already doing it from your heart. That's revival. That's revival. That's, that's what it looks like. Put our feet to our faith. That means faith is not just something we talk about. Put feet to it. Go. Go to your neighbor. Go, go get the job done. Put your money where your mouth is. F- finance those organizations that are doing the work or get involved yourself. We need to honestly meet real, personal, and societal needs through our home, through our personal time and energy and finances, and through the work of our churches. If we refuse to do that, we have little hope for the transformation of our country. It really does not come down to who, who's elected president or who is put into the office as the president, however you want to look at that. Uh, did I just say that? Um, and it really doesn't come down to the laws that we make as a nation. Our hope is in the power of God working in the hearts of you and me and our children. If we don't take over the responsibility and wonderfully meet the needs of our neighbors and the difficult parts of society, there's little hope for our country or any country. But if we do, if we obey the Lord, we have every hope and every promise of success. You can read about it in Joshua chapter one. Our economic and political future rests not in the hands of foreign powers, Dr. Foster says, or governmental bureaucrats in our own land. Don't look to your governor, Don't look, they're, they're important, but don't look to them up there to take care of it. That's not how this country was made. If you want that, you can go to plenty of communist countries and they, they will, that's their job. But here, that's our job. It's we the people, we're, we're free. It rests in our own hands through our obedience to God. We must once again lead our nation through our example into the art of self-government and proper stewardship of God's property. Isn't this making perfect sense? It's not hard to understand, it's just hard to do. And that just reminds us of our utter dependence upon God. And if you'll cry out to him, oh God, I I, I don't know how to do this. I wasn't taught how to do this. God, your father will teach you. I would highly recommend when this is available, get yourself your own copy of the book. Your study questions in the very back. Go over it with your friends and family. I'm going to teach you how to build a campfire. I want a campfire to be a vehicle of revival in every backyard across America. I'm beginning to see a picture in my mind of an American of an American flag flying, <laughs> waving in the breeze, which mine is not at the moment. I don't know what happened. I'll go fix it in a moment. Old Glory's waiting for me. And a campfire. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.